Hi, welcome to the Off the Deep End podcast. My name is Sierra and I am here with Alex and today we are going to keep sticking with the theme of October and Halloween and like scary stuff. We're going to be talking about Every Trick in the Book, which is an album from Ice Nine Kills. So last year we talked about their album The Silver Scream. That album was based all off of different horror movies and then this one is about different books, which you've probably guessed based off of the title of the album. So for some background and context, I've only been listening to Ice Nine for about a year, like year and a half-ish. Um, Silver Scream was the first stuff that like I ever listened to from them. So that's unfortunate, I think, because that's like my reference point and it's like their newest stuff. And usually the newer stuff is like the best stuff that a band has. So apologies in advance because I'm going to be comparing this album to that album, which I feel like is a little unfair to them, but that's what I have to do. So it is what it is. Um, But I'm also just not a very big Ice Nine Kills fan. They are a band that I've been trying to like really get into and really like because it like on paper, I feel like I should like them. But in reality, I don't or at least not that much. So I'll probably talk about that more as this album progresses or as this episode progresses rather. Um, But yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. It's a little bit different because whereas um, Silver Scream was all like horror movies, like I said, and this one's about books, but not everything is necessarily horror. Um, So there's other stuff like mixed in. but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that as we get going. So this album is the fourth album from the band. It came out in 2015. And yeah, so it's five years old this year, which is pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, every song comes from a different story, different book. And if Alex has nothing to say, then we're going to get right into it. I'm on the same premise. They're not like, I feel like I should like them, but they aren't one of my favorites i like very few of their songs actually um so they match what i'm into yeah in a lot I, of ways but, which is why i feel like i should like them exactly but i don't for some reason i don't know what it yeah. is it's just something i but don't like vibe with their stuff the execution of like how they make their stuff i just i yeah i like i feel like i should be hype about them mm-hmm. and i'm just i'm just not i'm usually like oh my god it's them again but anyway Alright, so the first song of this album is called The Nature of the Beast, and it's based off of Animal Farm by George Orwell. I have not read this book. Oh, I have. To my knowledge. I know, I've definitely read 1984. I had to read that in school. But I don't think I ever read Animal Farm. And the problem is, I read 1984 in school, and any book that I had to read in school, I hated. Regardless of how good the book was, it was because I had to read it for school. That's what made me hate it, because I freaking hate school. So, um, I never reread it. I might actually like George Orwell's stuff okay. I but I just hate all of I don't Orwell's think stuff. I will ever like go back and read it because I have such a negative connotation because I didn't like 1984. But that's only because it was assigned and like mandatory. There's other books that I've gone back and read, like To Kill a Mockingbird. I hated it when I had to read it when I was like 15. I love it now. It's one of my favorite books of all time. But, like, his stuff I never wanted to go back and read. So, I haven't read this book. I think maybe I have, like, a general idea of what's it about, what it is about. I don't even know. 
It's like utopian crap, right? That's what he always wrote about. Was like society. Everything was social commentary, right? Yeah, social yeah. commentary, yes. This one, Which, I mean, most books are, but... I don't know if it's necessarily like a utopian. It might be, now that I think back on it, but it's more... 1984 definitely was. 1984 definitely was. I think this one's more about like communism and fascism than it is necessarily utopian society. Okay. Yeah, I'm n- I haven't read it. I've heard good stuff about it, honestly. I hate this book. But I just... I had to read the. I had to read a lot in school. I was in all advanced like literature classes and things. Why would you do that to yourself? Because that's what they put me in. So I read a lot, and I liked a lot of books that I read in school. So I didn't just automatically hate it because I do genuinely like to read. I love to. read. I love reading too. I just don't like when people tell me what to do. This is one of the few books like that I was made to read. There are three books that stand out to me that I was made to read in school that I cannot stand to this day. This is one of them. I hate this One of the other book. two. Um, of Mice and Men and... Oh my god. Okay. The Yo. Giver. And what? The Giver. The Giver. That's the... Again, Utopian Society. Giver's the one with the boy named Jonas, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, I've read the book. I read the book. I like the book. I don't like the book. I really like the movie. Because, like, in my the mind... The boy in the movie's cute, though. I think it's because, like, uto- the idea of utopian society, like, and not having a choice in what's done, like, it made and given to you, and this is, like, how you follow fall in society, and you have no choices, mm-hmm. freaks me out, and I can't stand well, it. Well, it's coming sooner than you think! I know. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Go vote! Short story of Mice and Men. So, I had to read that. This, like, is etched in memory. We had a read of Mice and Men my sophomore year of high school. I knew what had happened because I had already seen the movie because I think I watched the movie with my dad. Made me cry. Totally did not see it coming. Like, what happens? If you read the book, then you know what I'm talking about. So we read the book. We watch the movie in school because that's what happens a lot of the time. We all knew what was going to happen because we read the book. But it's still different, like, when you're watching the movie because it's like... When you're reading a book, it's your imagination. But the movie, like, it's there and you can, like, see the emotion more or whatever. We watched the movie on picture day. Like, the so- and I was a sophomore. And I remember, like, the principal, like, coming in and being like, all right, guys, you guys are getting your pictures taken, like, this hour. And it was English class. And we were watching the movie. So we were all, like, fighting over who could go first. So your makeup wouldn't be ruined for your picture. And let me tell you. My picture, my sophomore year, is, like, probably one of the best school pictures I've ever taken in my whole life. And my dad has it hanging up in his apartment. And I had, like, the scene hair. Like, my bangs have never looked better. I swear. I was, like, I love that picture. My eyeshadow was really nice. This was back when Aerie made makeup. And, like, I loved their makeup. Anyway. Yep. That's my story of that. Okay. Yeah. I I haven't read Animal Farm. What? I have a story about a book. What? So... It's not necessarily the same thing, but, like, the same year I read this book, I read um, The Giver as well. I'm a fast reader. I think I read the whole series of that. Anyway. I'm a really fast reader. Mm-hmm. I read The Giver in a day. Well, it's not that long, right? It's not. And it's easy it's, to read. It is very easy to read, but, like, yeah. he'd only assign, like, a chapter, my teacher did, and then we'd have to, like, do a report on it. Mm-hmm. So, like... And then we were going to, like, do, like, discussions and everything in class. So I came in the next day and I was like, okay, I finished the book. And he was like, 
and I have done this repeatedly, yeah. like, with other books. Yeah. I finish them always before the rest of the class. And yeah. he was like, okay. I was like, so can I just, like, do my reports and, like, take a nap? Right. <laughs> On all of them? And he was yeah. like, sure. So, like, the rest of the class was pissed. And I was, like, snoring in class. He let you were... sleep in class? Oh, my yeah. God. I fell asleep once in class. And I got in trouble. Because I always and made then the I... highest grade in English. I made a smart... I got good grades. Well, not in high school. I didn't. In college, I did. Um... I was a B student in high school, and I was totally okay with that. No, I fell asleep once in class in high school. I wasn't asleep asleep. I was nodding off, and then the teacher woke me up, and I made a real smart-ass comment, and he didn't even send me to the principal. He just made me sit in the hall. And then, like, the principal walked by, and he was like, and I was like, I got in trouble. Because I got got sent to the principal's office quite a bit. We were pals. I had a chair. In his office, that was, like, my chair. And I remember, like, one time I came in and there was, like, <laughs> I wasn't, like, I talked back to everyone. That was my problem. And um, I didn't really, like, do anything. I just said whatever I wanted to say and it got me in trouble. And I, like, went because I had to go sit in his office. And there was, like, a parent was, like, had a meeting with him. And I was, like, um, that's my chair. And, like, he was, like, oh, my God. Like, and then he was, like, no, you're right. Like, that's her seat. That's where she sits every time. Um, yeah, we were watching the Lincoln movie and it was like raining outside. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it was like, and it's like a very dark movie, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's filmed very dark. And so I just, I was tired. I think it was warm too. My problem is if there's like a specific temperature, like I'm out, like I fall asleep so easy. Like if it's like the right amount of warm and, um, yeah, I was falling asleep and then he like woke me up and he was like, don't you care about what happens? And I was like spoiler alert like he gets shot and then he was like why would you ruin the movie and i was like this is history like we're like 16 years old like are you yeah i had to go sit in the hall all right anyway nature of the beast so i in terms of album album opener i have a love hate with this song specifically because i think that as the song progresses like i was trying to I'm trying to think of it as like, all right, I'm a fan of this band. I have no idea when the album prior to this was released. So I don't know how long it was between albums for them when this one came out in 15. But I was trying to think like, okay, as a fan of the band or even someone who's like not, as someone who's listening to this album for the first time, like would that like, would the album opener, like would it get you hype? Would it get you ready to go? And I think like the drama of it, and, like, the the showman type thing that he tries to bring into it, I think I would, like, as the song progresses and it becomes, like, more grand because I feel like that's what they try to do. Like, they try to make, like, this grand song. But, like, the very beginning, how it's, like, just him singing and it's so soft, I don't think I would have, like, kept listening if I was a first-time listener to it. So, on one hand, I think it's a really good way to kick off an album, but on the other hand... I don't think it is, and I think that they just, it could have been better, maybe, and I don't know how. I don't know if it would be a production thing. I don't know if it would be, like, a reworking type thing. I don't know, but those are, like, yeah. Yeah, it works, but at the same time, it doesn't. Um, But all in all, I don't think this song is anything special. I think there's so many of their songs that, like, as a fan, I could see them being, like, this is a really good song. But as someone who's not a fan, obviously I don't think it's a really good song. But, like, 
like, I don't know. I'm also trying to think too, like as someone who would really listen to them or someone who was seeing them live during this time or whatever, like this song was probably like a really good song to see live. It was a single. They had a video for it. You know, they played it. I just, I don't think that it's anything. I don't think that it's anything like one way or the other. There's definitely worse songs in the world, but there are most definitely better songs in the world. So that's what I have to say about that one. I don't really have an opinion on the song other than I don't think I like it, but I think it's because I don't like the book to begin with. So, like, it gives me, like, negative connotations to the rest, to the song in general. Yeah. And to me, it's, like, it's, again, it's nothing special. If you listen to it and you listen to other other stuff, it's a cookie-cutter version of Yeah, I feel like it's, like, it's, like, the Ice Nine Kills formula. I don't, I don't know much about them. I know that they've, they hit their sweet spot with what they're doing right now, which is the horror stuff. So when this I have album to came say about out, that specifically, but we can get into that at the end. Oh, I oh I have thoughts. Don't you worry. Um, so I I don't think that this album was super big for them. I also wasn't really into 2015. I was in college. Yeah, I wasn't really into like metalcore that much in 2015. Like it was, but it was stuff that I had listened to already. Like I wasn't really trying to find new music. So, I mean, I had never even heard of them. These guys weren't even on my radar or anything like that. So I don't think that they were really big yet. I know that they started in, like, the early 2000s, like, 2002. I know that there's been, like, so many lineup changes, even, like, genre changes. Like, they started as, like, a ska band and that sort of stuff. And Spencer, their singer, has been with them, like, the whole time. And everyone else is, like, in and out and that sort of thing. So I give a lot of props to him for sticking with it and for doing what he loves. And I think this is something that I talked about on our other episode about them. Like, even if I don't like a lot of what they put out, which is accurate, I don't. It's obvious that like, this is his passion. And this is what he loves. So more power to him for like, persevering, doing what he wants to do, because he wants to do it. You know, like that sort of stuff. Like, I think that that's, that's cool. That's great for him. Um, So yeah, I feel like this is like, I don't think they found the niche yet, but I feel like the song is close to them finding, like, the drama type niche. I don't know. He's, like, someone who, like, couldn't make it on Broadway or something. I don't know if that was ever an aspiration he had, but I feel like even when you watch their music videos, like, there's so much acting in them and, like, so much storyline to them that it's, like, he wanted to either be an actor or he wanted to be, like, a Broadway person and he couldn't. So it's just, like, okay, I'll be in a band now. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Okay, I get that. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, and I I think we're going to talk about this more, I'm assuming. There's so much, like, you're trying so, like, can you just be a band? Can you just, like, can you, like, and I'm all for, I haven't seen them live. We were supposed, we were freaking supposed to see them, like, three weeks ago, and I'm still bitter about it. So we're not going to get into it, but um, I haven't seen them live, so I haven't gotten, like, the experience But as much as I love bands that do stuff like The Experience, and some of my favorite shows have been that way, I also really like bands that have, like, a banner or, like, maybe two extra fancy lights. But besides that, they get up there, they do what they want to do, and they leave. Like, blue collar, I'm all for it. So that was a big-ass tangent. I really don't like this song. I really don't Alex doesn't really like this song. All right, moving on. 
Song number two is called Communion of the Curse, and it's based off of The Exorcist by William Peter Blatty. I have read this book. I had a copy of this book because I remember got it from like this thrift store and it was super old and it was falling apart and it was really, really cool. And I guess I don't have it anymore because I don't have it now. And I don't think like I got it when I was in college. So I guess I must have just like gotten rid of it or given it to somebody or something, which kind of bums me out. But maybe I didn't like it that much. I don't really remember. And I think I finished it. Like I can remember reading part of it. I remember reading it on a plane. I remember. Oh, yes. I that's was what flying, I was doing. I was flying like home from college. I was flying somewhere when I was in college because I flew all the time. And um, I remember like the I got on the plane first because my dad always got my tickets and my dad has like frequent flyer miles. So I always got to like board early, even though like I have nothing to my name, you know, but I was like all the cool businessmen and like, there's me like just walking on, like getting, you know, putting my bags wherever I want to. And um, this lady, like she comes to sit in my row and I, you've never flown, right? No, I've never It's, it's, you, I mean, you don't control who you sit by. So like I've done it where you're like, when you board a little bit later and you're in your head, like you think of everyone that like is in the waiting area of the airport and you're like, as long as I don't sit by that guy, you know, like you're watching people and you're like, uh, like if you watch them eat or something and you're like, as long as I don't sit by that guy or like someone who like is just like spread out and taking up a lot of room or whatever, because planes suck. They're so uncomfortable. So I've, I, you know, and you pull up to your row and then like it's empty or there's only like one person and it's like a pretty chill looking person. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, this is cool. Right. So you like breathe a sigh of relief. So this lady, she like comes to my row and like you could tell that she was like relieved a little because I'm just sitting there and I'm just like listening to music or whatever and just like chilling out and like and I usually don't I mean okay no sometimes I talk to people on planes because like 50% of me is like I'm never gonna see you again like we can talk about whatever you want to talk about and then like bye and then sometimes I'm just like in a really bad mood and I don't want to talk to anybody so it kind of depends um but I was sitting there and I usually always read on planes and um I had like my bible out and um, I was, like, reading my Bible, and, like, it, you could tell she was, like, in just, like, in good spirits, you know? And then I put my Bible away, and I pulled out the exorcist, and I was, like, okay. And I, was, like, started reading, and she got so uncomfortable. <laughs> so, obviously, I had to keep reading it. Like, I wasn't going to put it away. Um, so, yeah, I guess I finished it. I don't – but I, re- I didn't know that it was a book. That's my ignorance. I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to watch the movie this October, like this month, because I try to watch one movie, like one scary movie a day. And since I haven't seen it before, it's on my list. I feel like I've seen like YouTube clips of all the scary parts, though, like scary parts. But anyway, so yeah, I have read this book. Um, This is what, okay, this is what I learned. And this is what I was going to tell you, but didn't. So when you listen to the songs, I was watching the music videos for this album And I noticed that not all the screams come from Spencer, which is normal. Most bands don't have just one person doing, like, vocal stuff. But the high screams and the better screams, in my opinion, did you know this, come from Justin DeBleek, or however you say his name, who's not in the band anymore. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And so I was, like, reading up on it 
because like I said, I'm not a fan, so I know like nothing about their history, but I know that he's not in the band anymore because now he does like production stuff. And um, I was reading on Reddit and someone was like, yeah, because he does the best screams on this one and he does the majority of the screams in the silver scream. And I, I just didn't know that. Like it's, it's one of those things where, and I don't know, like I'm trying to think of an example. Like, um, so Rob Zombie has a version of Helter Skelter that he does with Marilyn Manson. The first time I ever listened to the song, I had no idea Marilyn Manson was on it. So when I listened to it, like, I didn't be like, oh, that's Marilyn Manson singing. Like, it didn't really sound like Rob Zombie, but I, like, didn't think much of it. But then when I found out, then I could, like, really hear the differences in their voice. It was the same thing with um, Drugs by Falling in Reverse. Like, I didn't, it didn't really sound like Ronnie screaming, but I didn't think like, oh, that's Corey Taylor. Like, I just didn't care. Like, I was just listening to the song. So it was the same thing, like, with this, where it was like, like, that could be Spencer, that could not be Spencer. Like, I don't really care. It's just a song. And then when I was watching all the music videos, I was like, oh, that's not him. And then it was like, okay, wait, those screams aren't him. And then I was like, oh, my God, like, all the good screams on all the other songs of theirs that I like is not him. Um, and I just thought like that was interesting because to me, like, like I said, like those are the good parts and it's not who they have. It's the guy who's on hiatus. So that's like the only takeaway that I got from this song. And once I found that out, I was like, I don't really want to listen to the rest of their stuff because oh my God. if this guy isn't like, he's not on there anymore. Like I didn't know that, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's my fun fact. I didn't. Which kind of bums me out because, like, his parts, again, the same thing with you, are kind of my favorite. So now that he's They're just, they're good screams. Now that he's not in it, like, do I have reason to listen to what they're going to put out Because, because I don't, like, they put out a deluxe edition of Silver Scream that has a version of Thriller. Sucks. But I don't like any covers of Thriller. I don't think ever. I think that's one of those songs that, like... You just can't touch it. Like, it's... it's Michael Jackson's version will always be the best because it's his. And then... I agree. Um, they put out a song about Scream called Your Number Is Up, which I love Scream. It's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I cannot get past the first, like, 15 seconds of the song because it's trying to be, like, a musical. And it's... I just... I hate it. And on the Reddit thread that I was reading, someone... You know, they were like, what happened to him? And someone's like, oh, I heard there was a hiatus, but like no one ever made a statement. So it doesn't seem like there's anything bad. But at the same time, he didn't wish him well. And people are bored and people read way too much into like band posts and whether or not bands posts or whatever. And I think that that's really dumb. Um, But someone was like, I looked at the credits. He didn't help on the thriller and he didn't help on your numbers up, which is weird because if he's like just on hiatus and he's just like a production guy like why wouldn't he still be involved so i don't know and at the same time i'm not a big enough fan of this band that i don't really care but i definitely did not know that listening to all their other stuff i just assumed it was all spencer nope so but yeah that's all i have to say about this song i i i don't know and like watching the music video for it like I get it because it's based off of The Exorcist. And, like, same thing for, like, the majority of their videos. Like, when you're doing songs that are based off of other 
works of art, be it books or movies or whatever, like, obviously that's gonna, like, come out in the music video, but, like, if I wanted to watch The Exorcist, like, then I would go watch The Exorcist. Like, if I want to watch a music video, like, I don't want to watch, like, The Exorcist in, like, a four-minute condensed version. So I don't like the music video because it's, like, it's, like, a poor man's exorcist. Just, like, the music video for It Is The End, which is based off of It. I haven't seen it because, like, I don't really jive very well with clowns. But it's, it's a, it's a, like, it doesn't even look like Pennywise, which I know you can't do for, like, copyright and stuff. But, like, all, and not all because I haven't seen all of them. But the most of the music videos that I watch for them, it's, like, a poor man's whatever it's based off of which okay if you have a song about the exorcist and you're going to make a music video for it then what else would you do because you don't really want to watch a music video of of just them playing like you would like there to be something else Mm -hmm. so i don't have an answer to that question but they've but they boxed themselves in with exactly yes i agree with that point so this song to me it's okay for me it's Probably the one I like the most off the album because I pretty much don't like the rest of the album at all. That's fair. Um, my favorite part of the song is like, I know you don't like like the little the little tiny like talking version where like she's like the little girl's like saying the prayer, like the oh good no night no prayer. no. Well, yeah, when they're like, we'll find another soul to say take. Yeah. I think that part's pretty. That's okay. my favorite part of the. I song. I don't like. Not even when they're singing. The, like the little tiny <laughs> extra person's voice. The interlude. Yeah, and then the that's breakdown funny. after, and that's my favorite. That's that's all I like on this entire album. <laughs> that's crazy. We're yeah, obviously. I have not, not actually read this book, which is weird big to me. Fans, it's it's old. I it was a, I'm so. Yeah. I don't know what I did with my version of it because I only got it for like ten cents. That's pretty good. And it, I mean, it was a thrift store, like. It wasn't falling apart or anything. I'm, I mean, I might have just chucked it. I don't think I liked it that much. I think it was pretty much like, yeah, she has a demon. Okay, they're going to get rid of it. Like, it was kind of lame. Okay. But maybe for that time, it was very, like, big because of how old it is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, song number three is Bloodbath and Beyond, which is based off of Dracula by what is it, Bram? Bram? Stoker? Stalker? How do you pronounce it? Stoker. Okay, thank you so much. Um, Alright, I've tried to read this book. Here's the thing. I have to read... I like reading out loud because it just helps me, like, formulate what's going on in my head. Um, this book I definitely have to read out loud or else I would not know what the heck was going on. And I got maybe, like, a third of the way through and then I just stopped and started reading something else. So I have it. I'm going to read through it and finish it. I just haven't yet. Like, I have to start over. I will say that I was highly disappointed that I read so much of it and Dracula had yet to bite anybody and they spent the majority of the time talking about bread. I did not anticipate that whatsoever. And I was... I I didn't think it would be so much about... I don't know. Anyway, I was... In my head, it's just like, bam, he bites him. Bam, he bites them. And I didn't I didn't even know that it was no. like journals and they're like on a boat. And then, yeah, like they're freaking eating bread forever. So I've read this whole book. And the thing with me is like I can read so quickly. Big, long books, like 700, 1,000 pages. 
That's fine. You throw something at me like a book of journal entries, and it's like I am in kindergarten, and I really? cannot focus on it. I Yeah, I think I got to the part where... It wasn't, I can't even remember his name. It wasn't the guy anymore. Now it was going back and forth between the guy and the girl. Mm-hmm. And I I just started reading something else. Like, I guess I just needed a break from some, it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the composition of how it's like written. I mean, and it's older. Yeah. I But it took me forever to read this book. I don't know. In February of this year, and I I've, was like, I'm going to read times. every vampire book. I'm going to watch every, va- like I got like. I was in class and I didn't feel like paying attention. So I just started researching vampires because like, what else are you going to do? And I was like so hype and I was like, I bought it in the mail and I was like stoked. And then, um, I didn't, I never finished it. So, um, what I really like about this song and this kind of ties into some of the other songs that they have when it comes to them writing songs that are based off of stories that are not theirs, um, they, they do cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time, which I think is really cool. I think a good example of that, in addition to this song, is Stabbing in the Dark, which is based off of Halloween. If you listen to everything leading up to, like, the actual song starting, so, like, the kind of the quiet singing in the beginning, he covers, like, a lot before they get into it. Like, and I think that that's a pretty cool skill to be able to condense everything. And also, too, when you think about songwriting, like, it, and even just poetry, like, you got to come up with words that rhyme and fit your your um, your lines and, you know, just, like, the rhythm and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's not an easy task. And so the fact that they're able to do this and they're able to do it with so many stories and do it to the level that they do, I think is pretty good. Um I don't really like this song. I don't really think that it's anything special, but I do think that this song has the best breakdown of the whole album. I think, by and large, the breakdowns on this album in particular suck. And this one's, like, the least suckish, (laughs) which is ironic because it's about vampires, out of all of them. And that's, that's all I have to say. I mean, I freaking love, like, I was stoked because, like, I really like vampire stuff. And I just... Uh, it's this, lame. Again, this song, it did not stick out to me. It sounds like pretty much every single other one of their songs with the lyrics Okay, here's changed. a question for you, though. How much of their stuff before this album do you know? A few songs I've heard off of most out of their albums. Okay, and just to curious. Me, to me, like, not so much at the beginning, but, like, especially, like, between this album and, like, Silver Screen and the one before them, if I'm thinking correctly they all the one before them is the one that has like the blue guy on the front and he like pulls his lip down right i believe do what i'm talking about it's got connect the cuts on it i like that song okay um all right the next song is called the plot sickens and it's based off of alive the story of the andy survivors by Piers, paul red reed i don't know sorry Piers. um I've never read this. I've never even heard of this book before, honestly. Like, Oh, I know this book. It, I don't know. I have no desire to read it based off of this song. Um, I do have to say, though, I think this song is one of my favorites off of the album. Do you know what it's about? Well, I'm assuming it's about people who survived climbing up a mountain. No. What is it about? Um, so it's a true story. It's about a, the Ugandan rugby team 
their plane crashed in the Andes. Oh, okay. Okay, um, so they survived on a mountain. Do they eat people? Yeah. 45 people were on the plane when it crashed. Uh, they weren't found for two months. Yeah. From October to, like, December, I believe, only 16 of them made it out. No lie. I would just forfeit my life. Like, honestly. Just when, kill me and just grill me good. Like, when I... No, I don't even care. I'd be <laughs> dead. Like, when I think about, like, horror movies. You know, like, when you watch a movie and you're like, what character would I be? Like, I don't even think I'd try to outrun anybody, honestly. I'd just be like, can you... Just, like, with your machete, hit me in an area that doesn't call, cause me suffering. Like, so wait. Just real quick, knock me out, get me out of here. Just whatever you do, like, make sure I'm dead. Like, don't, like, maybe kill me and then, like, start sawing me. Like, I don't want to feel it. Like, I will sacrifice for you if you promise to do this for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to outrun anybody. Yeah, that's true. But wait, now that you know it's about cannibalism, yes. does the, the lyric, hard to swallow the unthinkable, make a little bit more sense? I didn't read any of the lyrics. I don't care. Oh, that's his lyric in there. It's I didn't hard look. Hard to swallow the unthinkable. I didn't look into any of it. People. I mean. No, no. Would you ever eat a person if you got stranded? I don't think I would. I heard people don't taste I like it. vegetables enough. I'd eat leaves. I know how to fish. And. I mean, I don't think there's fish in the Andes Mountains, but, you know, whatever. Okay. This song is... Oh, I said Ugandan. It's the Uruguayan rugby team. That's I a big difference. Up. I don't even... I messed up. We need to start this whole segment over. It's fine. Okay. Correction. Um, so, this song is one of my favorites off the album. What it reminds me of, so again, because I'm more familiar with the album that came out after this one, th- my reference is going to be backwards. But this song reminds me a lot of Savages and Freak Flag in terms of, like, genre and, like, how the chorus is very singable and more of, like, a rock. Yes, this is in mine, too. Anthem as opposed to just, like, a heavy song or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think... So when I think about the Silver Scream and songs that I like off there, I like the American Nightmare a lot, which is not like that at all. I like Mary Axmith a lot, which is not like that at yeah. all. But when I think about some of their songs, like in general, that I like the most from them, I think that I like these types of songs from them more. And the really good heavy songs are like hit or miss. Yeah. That they have... A lot more misses than hits, in my opinion. I think that the stuff on Silver Scream was just... I, whatever process they did to pick the songs that was on there, because I'm sure they have a bunch in the bank, they did really, really good with like their song selection for that one. But I think of even some of the earlier songs that they have, um, and I like couldn't name any of them off, but when I listen to some of like the earlier, earlier albums... The ones that I like are the ones that are very singable and more like a rock song as yeah. opposed to like a metal song, so to speak. That's what I have done. It's it's, it's very different from almost every other song on this album. It just sounds nothing like the rest of them. Except maybe the next one. Like they're very yeah. different. Yeah. Most definitely more almost rock than even like... And I like that. I... I like what people call it like butt rock or boomer rock. I think that stuff is good. I watched the whole video about it on YouTube yesterday. And like the guy's right. Like it's successful for a reason. Like you're just mad because whatever. Like breaking Benjamin's bigger than 
whatever dumb metalcore band you listen to. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with songs like this. I don't think that there's anything wrong with... I don't like to listen to them all the time, necessarily. But when I think of, like, shows, too, like, I like the heavy stuff that you can mosh around and you can just, like, punch someone and, like, whatever. Like, that's great and all, but I also like the moments at shows where, like, everyone's singing together and it's, like, a breather and you can just, like, chill and, like, be there and whatever as opposed to just, like, really crazy high. Like, that stuff gets boring to me pretty quickly. And I think when a band is able to put diversity into there, I think that that's really good because I I can't... I think of a band like August Burns Red, which I think that they're really, really good. I can't listen to one of their albums because it's just like the same thing over and over and over. Mm -hmm. As opposed to as much as I don't like this album very much, at least there's diversity in it. And it's not the tempo or a song like Nature of the Beast 10 times in a row or whatever. Um, Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about this one? I don't like it. It's one of the favorites for me, but like I said, I don't really like this album in general. So mm-hmm. it's like one of the best of the worst. Gotcha. So it's not really good. Um, okay, so song number five is called Star-Crossed Enemies, and it's based off of the book Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare. I'm assuming that I've read this. I've definitely read parts of it. I don't know if I've read like the whole thing. It's a play. But I've... I've read it. Yeah, I know it's a play. Um, I can't remember if I've read it. How long is it? Do you know? It's pretty long. It's not short. I definitely know that I've read, like I said, I've read parts of it in school. I just, yeah, I don't know if I've read all of it. I did the whole advanced literature. Again, why would you take advanced classes? William Shakespeare. I've read so much William Shakespeare. Why do you read advanced? Why would you take an advanced class? Because they told me I was smart. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't take any advanced classes, and I'm about to finish with my master, so I'm good to go. All right. Um, this song is my favorite, actually, off the whole album. I, But again, best of the worst type of thing. This song, okay, when I listen to this song, and I think about this song, and like just like all of it, to me... Again, thinking back of, like, okay, when this song first came out, like, I know that they played Warped a lot, so, like, I'm assuming they would have played this song. And I could just, like, in my head, like, I can see, like, all the little emo couples. Like, they have, like, their girls, you know, and they're just, like, dancing and singing the song together. And because they're ignorant children, they probably don't even really know what it's about, and they don't understand that, like, they both die because they're idiots in love. But, like, that's what all the emo children are anyway. Like... And they're teenagers. That's what I see is like, this is like the, oh my God, babe, like I'm going to put down my monster and I'm going to hold you now. Like, I don't know. That's just. I get that totally. That's the vibe that I get. I think that, again, this is another good example of not necessarily a slow song, but a song that's more rock as opposed to metal. They're pretty good at. Or yes. at least they're not that bad at. I feel like if they would drop like metal premise and just go to like being like a But at rock the same time, like I don't wanna say that like Spencer Screams are bad because I don't even think that they are because I do think of like 
the song that I always think of is Mary Axmix. Like, there's low screams in there, and those are him. And it's good. Like, that's like a yeah. death chord. Like, it's a lot more similar to that. And that song's good. Well, for but me, I just think that for me this is better for them. That yes. was just like a... That was really cool that you were able to do that. But I don't think they can do that to that mm-hmm. caliber all the time. No. By any For me means. personally, I like all the ones that are more like rock and less like metal. Like, yeah. They're yeah. just better. Like, to me, this is one of the best songs on this album. It sounds... Again, because like there's the whole cookie cutter every uh, most of their songs sound the same this does not sound the same this sounds very different i like it a lot i think mm-hmm. his voice sounds very very good in this song i think it's a good all-around song mm-hmm. if it was to come on i wouldn't skip it yeah yeah i listen to this song like i i have it in other playlists and that's there's of thing. a specific band almost that it reminds me of who uh boys like girls oh i know of them i don't really listen it to them. sounds very like them-esque like 2009 yeah i will agree that it's a very like young sounding song and even like if they weren't singing like if it wasn't specifically ice nine kill singing this song i could see like someone like yeah like any other like pop boy band singing this song because that's what it sounds like yeah yeah i get that all right song number six is called me myself and hide it's based off of The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson, which, correct me if I'm wrong, is um, Treasure Island guy, right? He wrote Treasure Island? I'm blanking. I've read Treasure Island. I think it's the same guy. I almost said Muppets Treasure Island, but I know that that's not um, the He did not do the Muppets Treasure Island. It's a good movie, though. Tim Curry is amazing. All right. Um, I yes, really correct. like... I knew it. Um, I've read I don't Treasure think Island. I, I, I yeah, this. I've read Treasure Island too. I like that one. I don't think I've read Jekyll and Hyde. When I think, okay, when I think of Jekyll and Hyde, you know what I think of? I think of the library card song from Arthur. You know what I'm talking about? No. Did you watch Arthur as a kid? No. <gasps> like, a oh my God. Okay. Of... So they have this whole thing. I watched Hey Arnold. All about, so did I. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you had Arnold, uh, PBS was in the morning before school, so you got some education before the real education, and then it was, like, Nickelodeon after, but then if my dad was home, we had to watch a Zoom, because more education. Alright, so, there's a song in Arthur where they're talking about, like, getting library cards, and then one of the character, like, they're singing about all these different books that they're reading, and this character starts singing about Jekyll and Hyde, and, like, that's what I always think of. Alright, anyway. When I think of the, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I can only think of the Scooby-Doo episode, that's it. There's also this other song. Who is it by? Not Petra is what I'm thinking of, but I don't think that's correct. Called Jekyll and Hyde. That's pretty good. It's like old metal though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's Petra, but I like that one. All right. Anyway, this song, I really like the beginning. This is, I feel like this is one of the few Iceland Kill songs where I'm like, wow, the beginning is just great and the rest is bad. Usually it's flopped, but the very beginning of this, I like the chord progressions a lot. And I think that this is an example of a time where they can do a dramatic opening to like the perfect degree and it's not overdone because I think a lot of the times it is overdone. Again, like he's trying to be some cool like showman, frontman, and he's not. Um, but he I think really wants to this, be. he tries so hard. But I think that this is like 
this is just the perfect amount. And that's completely and totally, like, my opinion and my preference or whatever. Um, I do think, though, in general, that this song is, like, solid all around. Like, I don't really like the rest of it, but I don't... I There's nothing, like, technical or no, like, legitimate complaints about it. Um, but also, many parts of the song, and again, it's a backwards comparison, remind me of Enjoy Your slay so the song about the shining i i think those two like you could probably play this one and then play that one and they would sound super super similar which i guess is cool because if this was like you know this was all based off of books and that one was all based off of movies so i guess like you know you could kind of be like okay this one worked and this one didn't and this one whatever so like i don't i don't say that as like a negative thing like they wrote two songs that are very similar I think that that's good because I think all the best parts of this song are what remind me of that one. And that song's not that bad. So, yeah. I have nothing to say about this song. All right. Song number seven um, is Alice, which I always thought was based off of Alice in Wonderland, but it's not. It's based off of Go Ask Alice by Beatrice Sparks. Mm-hmm. So let me just say, I think Beatrice is a beautiful name and I'm not even being sarcastic. And I wish that like, I think it should make a comeback. I think that's such a cool name. Maybe that's, I'll name like a dog Beatrice. That's, that's Zach's dog's name. Is it really? Her name's Beatrice, but they shortened it to B. You just call her B. Yeah, that's why I just thought it like was B. Like Andy Griffin? I think that... What? Aunt B on Anna Griffin. I don't Her watch that. Beatrice. Um, I just, I really like the name Beatrice. I think that's a cool. I don't know. I think it's a cool name. All right. Anyway, um, I I could care less about the verses. I do really like the chorus of this song. I like the music and the melody of the chorus. I think that that's the best part of the song. That is the only thing that I have written about this song. So I have nothing else to say about it. Um. So, these next couple songs all kind of fit in the same category for me. I don't know why this needs to be a song. (laughs) And here's my reasoning. If there's a, especially with, like, the next two. Now, I don't know about the uh, test testimony um, or testimony. Um, If there's a possibility this is, like, true, then what? This what do you book. mean is true? This book. Oh, is- I don't know. I didn't. I mean, I didn't really look into it. Oh, so go ask Alice. The um, basic premise of this author is supposed. It's supposedly uh, the journals. Yeah. Of an anonymous like teenage girl. So yeah. if you know what's in the journals, did you read it? Have you read this? Book? I've read portions. Oh. If you know what's in these journals, like she's addicted to drugs, and um, there's like a lot of talks of like explicit sex and rape yeah. and drug abuse. Yeah. If there's if this is a possibility that it's someone's actual life. Yeah. Why do you want to sing about that and then monetize it and make money on it? That's why not? But why? Well, someone wrote a book and made money off of it. What's the difference? That's a genuine question. What's the difference? I don't think it should have been a book either. Okay. That's that's a fair point. Yeah. So should there not be movies about people who do drugs and sleep with people? Because people like those movies. I'm just saying. Especially with the next one. Like, I have strong thoughts about the next one. Do you really? Yes. I have strong thoughts, but I feel like it's, like, the total opposite direction that you're going in. I don't think that there's anything wrong with singing about that sort of stuff. I think... 
a lot of people sing about that topic, but they glamorize it, which is not healthy at all. Because there's a lot of danger in those types of behaviors and that sort of thing. But I didn't know that. I really didn't look into the lyrics and I really didn't look into the books that I don't know about. So, yes. All right. So the next song is The People in the Attic, which is based off of The Diary of a Young Girl, which is by Anne Frank. I have read this book. I remember reading this book. Don't remember how old I was, but I was pretty young. Middle school or high school, probably. I don't think that I had to read it for school, but I, I don't know. Maybe I was like reading about World War II or something in school. Or I was learning about it, so I wanted to read this book. When I finished reading this book, I remember thinking like, I would hate if that was me to have like my shit published. Because mm-hmm. she is, I mean, it's your diary. Like I write crap in my diary like all the time. Um, and some of the stuff that she writes about, like, as like, for, like, a young, like, it's just, I don't know, it just felt like, like, that's none of my business. Like, I don't need to, like, I can understand, obviously, learning about the Holocaust and, like, the terrible time that it was. And, you know, history often repeats itself and everything. So, like, learning from the past and trying to recognize, you know, when stuff like that is happening and correcting that from happening in, like, government and that sort of thing. So, like, I get that. I get to, like, learning about the dangers of it and, like, the people who chose to risk, like, everything they had to save people that were being, for lack of a better word, like, exterminated. Like, I can get that. So, like, okay, learning what's it like to, like, be in an annex with a, you know, like, be in a hidden room and all that sort of stuff. But, like, there was personal stuff that it was, like, I... I, not that I felt bad reading it, but it was like, I don't need to know this. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I guess it makes it more personal and not just like... It makes you connect. Yeah, there was like three people in this small room that really didn't even fit one. You know, like, I don't know. Um, as a song, I don't think that it's anything really special. I don't think it's anything bad. What I was going to say, which is what I think is the opposite of what you're getting at, is that I, like appreciate the spread of genres book wise that they cover on this album I think that it's um especially because like you know the first one is from George Orwell which you know when when I first comments was like yeah I had to read that book in school like thinking okay if I was a younger person or like a teenager listening to this band and I was really into this band and really into these songs and like okay what's this song based off of and like oh like I don't know I think of like if I was to look at someone who I would consider like an idol or like a role model or something and like oh they really like this book and I had to read this book in school I would maybe give it a second try because I've done that like especially people who are in charge of like lyrics and writing lyrics Oh, like, they really like that book. I'm going to go read it, even if I didn't like it the first time. Like, I'd give it a second chance if someone I looked up to or someone I liked expressed interest with it. I've done the same thing with, like, shows and movies or whatever. Because I think that that person's super cool. So it must be cool if they think that this is, you know, whatever it is, is cool. Um, So I think that, I mean, it covers 
a lot. It covers a lot of topics. It covers political things. It covers fiction that, like, you know, isn't real at all. It it just, it yeah. And I feel like they did a pretty good job with that on, like, Silver Scream as well. Like, yeah, you have the first three songs, which is, like, who I consider, like, the trio of horror and, like, Freddie and Jason and Michael. But then you have, like, Mary Axmas, which... I found that for free on YouTube. Like, that's, like, the super not popular, like, kind of, like, a cult classic type deal. So, like, it wasn't like they just hit all the big ones and that was it. Like, they kind of included other things that maybe people wouldn't know about um, and maybe provided some sort of, like, quote-unquote education. But I'm guessing your thoughts are, like, the exact opposite. Yeah. So, go for it. I just... This was her, they're singing a song about her life. It's Obviously, it's published, so it's a little bit different. It's absolutely a work of, like, it's not a work of fiction. It's completely true. Everything is in it. So why are you going to, like, sing about it? Like, I just don't understand. But I don't really understand your point. Like, why why not? what's the point? Like, it was a horrible thing. Like, these people died. Yeah. So did did you have an issue with the song about the people who ate each other? Yeah, I don't like it. But did you have a problem with them writing a song about people who ate each other? I don't think it's necessary. Like, Okay, is any song necessary? No. Is any work of art necessary? No. And this is about like, a specific, like, horrible time in, like, in human history. So are you not going to watch Schindler's List? I don't like it. I've seen it, like, I don't like times. it either, but I think that it's good to watch it because it's a horrible thing that happened and you shouldn't but once want you know to about it, enjoy it and no. like watch but it. My thing is, I guess like once you know about it, like what's the purpose? Like keeping on and keeping on and keeping on. It's, it's published. Like anybody can go pick it up and read it. Like, okay. But what are the odds of some kid, like some random kid just picking it up and reading it? What is the odds of somebody going this right here, this song about the diary of Anne Frank, my favorite song. They might, if they really like it. Like, musically or whatever. I don't. In your opinion. But for some other kids, this might, like, really be their drive. I don't know. I just don't understand why you would, as a band, be like, I want to make a song about this. We can make a song about anything else, but we're going to choose this. So. I just, I don't understand, like, the thought process on how we pick, like, oh, as opposed to, like, let's make a horror genre theme like so is the the issue because it's real life pretty much and it's my whole a lot of what i have like an issue with like their whole like last two albums yeah is like they're it's not original like nothing it's not nothing they're doing is it's not they are taking up everybody else's creations and kind of like twisting them into their own 100 percent. so none of it's original it's kind of like all cheap knockoffs it's like... Do you have a problem with Abigail by Motionless and White? Because that's based off of, like, the witch trials and that was a real thing. No, because it was, like, an event in history. Like, okay, it's not, so like, a specific book there or a movie. But or somebody it's else about is- the Holocaust, which was an event in history where a bunch of people died that shouldn't have died. I'm not comparing the two because I don't think you can compare the Holocaust to uh-huh. anything that's completely different. And I don't want to, like, come across that way. Well, but they're like, both about events in history but, where people died. So Abigail is about like a, just a time, a chunk. The Diary of Anne Frank is about is a, a chunk of the Holocaust. A specific person that was who it's And Abigail's about Abigail. Like, 
I don't know. I don't like I it. I know the Crucible isn't real. Exactly. And I know that the Crucible isn't even about the witch trials and it's about, like, McCarthyism and all that stuff. Like, I know that. But I'm just saying, like, I don't... I disagree with your... Like, I not that I disagree, but I don't know if I understand 100% where you're coming from. That's fine. I just, why not? Like, yeah, you're saying, why would you? And I just... Why, why wouldn't you? I just don't understand, like, how how you come to that conclusion. Like, I want to make a song about this. So, like, do you not make documentaries then? Like, that would be my... I understand that it's different because music, I feel like, is more um, entertainment as opposed to educational. Whereas for a movie, you could be like, this is, like, an educational movie. But... I think my whole thing is... I just... It's probably, like, compounding, like, a bunch of different things where, like, it just is... It irritates me to a point. I get that. So, like, I've gotten to it, like, so The Motionless White, they've done that for, like, what, one, a couple songs where this band, it's, like, the last two albums they've done, it's every single song is based so on the issue someone else's work. So, the issue isn't they wrote about a true event and the event is awful and they're making money off of a horrible thing. The issue is lack of creative skill. It's both combined and mixed together. Okay, that's not what I'm hearing, but okay. I'm hearing more your problem is creativity. I have a problem with that, but like, let's just take this song specifically. I don't yeah. think it needed to be a song. I just don't. Because you shouldn't talk about the Holocaust. Not because you shouldn't talk, you shouldn't fucking sing about it in a metalcore song. I don't know. I just, I think that, I mean, there's people who, there's songs about, like, genocides of other countries and stuff like that. Like, I think that people talk about life issues and historical stuff. And, I mean, you have people who write songs about Vikings. Vikings were real. Like, you have, you have stuff like this that people talk about all the time. Like, you have, the like, the horrors of life. And I'm not trying to, like, minimize the Holocaust, like, I don't want it to come across that way at all. Um, but I feel like that just, I don't know. I just feel like it comes out in a lot of songs. Maybe it's not as direct because this whole thing is based off of, based off of, based off of. Whereas there's other songs in metal or like other genres where once you're like, oh, that's what it's about, then you hear it. And as opposed to that, you're just like, oh, this is a song with, like, these types of lyrics or whatever. But I even think back to, like, like the origins of metal and, like, songs that, you know, Sabbath put out and, like, other bands and that sort of stuff. Like, it was all about, like, the horrors of their lives and, like, the horrors of their reality. And they lived a lot closer to this than, like, we ever did. Mm-hmm. Like, time-wise and that sort of thing. Like, that, yeah. I don't know. I Again, not knowing enough purely because I don't care enough to, like, really research them. Or, like, I've watched a few interviews with Spencer and I've listened to, like, a couple podcast episodes that he's been on or whatever where he talks about the origins of the band the thing is, most of those have come after 2018, which is 2018, 2019, whenever Silver Scream came out. So it's so focused, I feel like, on the, that album. I could have done more research on this album if I wanted to. 
we don't even know if he's the one who like offered this song, but I feel like in general, most people think vocalist equals lyrics, even though that's not necessarily true. But I just, I think that, I don't know, people talk about, there's so many songs out there that are about like mass executions of people mm-hmm. that I just, I guess I like I, again, I don't know if I disagree with your point. I just don't know if I'm, like, fully understanding your point. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. I just don't like this song, and I don't think it needed... I just... I don't like the song. Let's put yeah. it to that one. I don't know. It's when my I, least favorite on the whole album. When I, like, looked at, like, the list on Wikipedia, and it was like, oh, they have a, a based off of this, based off of this, based off of this, my initial reaction was... Okay, cool. Maybe kids are reading more books. You should read more books. Books are good for you. You should read more. And you should diversify what you're reading. I like it, you know, as a 25-year-old, I really like reading like young adult books because they're easy and they're quick and you don't really have to think that much when you read them. But it does no good to like only read that. It oh, yeah. I love reading like memoirs. It does no good to only read those, like diversify what you're reading. So when I was like same thing, I think, with what you listen to music-wise and what you watch, too. Like, I like you could watch literature. documentaries all day. That'd be kind of boring. Like, I don't know why you'd want to do that. But you could also watch, like, cartoons all day. But, like, but why would you do that? Because there's opportunities to learn and, like, mm-hmm. what you watch and that sort of thing. So my initial reaction looking at everything that was represented through this album was more like, whoa, like, they have old stuff. They have new stuff. They have true stuff. They have fake stuff. Like... And again, the way I was as a fan when I was younger and super into music, because I don't think that, you know, Ice Nine Kills demographic is two as a 26 year old and a 25 year old. It's kids that are younger. Yeah. Is, oh my gosh, they like that. Like, for example, if I had never, um, seen Sleepy Hollow but I listened to Undead Ahead I would go watch Sleepy Hollow you know like I I would look into the stories from songs that I like I would see what they would be about if the band ever talked about what they would were about and then if I like kept jiving with it I would go research it I would read books if they were based off of books I would watch movies if they're based off of movies like I would give that stuff a shot because at least in this genre, I can't really speak for other genres because I'm not as big a fan of bands or artists from other genres as I am, like, in metal. Like, it seems like, though, with this, it's so, like, learning everything you can about the band and learning everything you can about their, like, inspiration. I guess all the fans just try to be copycats of them, honestly. So it's like, well, I'm going to go, like, do whatever. Like, I would, in my head... I would see, like, more kids reading The Crucible or watching the movie, probably, of The Crucible after listening to Abigail. I like, can understand Like, that, that sort of stuff, you know? So, I guess that's how I... Because, like, if I... Because if, I never had to read The Diary of Anne Frank in school. Okay. That was never assigned. Oh, it wasn't? No. I'm, I mean, I'm sure we read other stuff about... Never in a literature class. Oh, my God. We had to read the whole thing. I don't thing. think... It, I think... I think if I remember chapter by chapter and we had to do like if um, I remember correctly World War II I don't know if I ever learned about it 
through like in English. I I mean obviously I definitely learned about it through history. I don't think I know, I'm trying to think in high school too like like every book took us a while to get through. I don't really know why. Like I feel like we actually didn't read like number-wise that many books. Um so maybe in middle school I read something that was like pertaining to World War II, but in high school I don't think I read any books. Mm-hmm. I remember reading All Quiet on the Western Front, but that's World War One. I. I don't yeah, I don't think we did. But like like I said, in history class, obviously we learned about it. Because you know, it's history. Um Yeah, I don't know. That's how I I don't know. That's how I see. I I don't it's I mean it's also different I think because my grandparents and I'm assuming your grandparents as well were alive and if you had grandparents in the military then they were directly involved with World War II. My great grandfather and his siblings were in it. Yeah. So I think that it's different for us. When I think of World War II being 25, I wasn't directly involved or affected. Yeah. But I feel like we definitely learned about it differently than how it's talked about. Or maybe I don't know how it's being taught now. But I feel like the um, general like belief or like how it's talked about was different for us probably because of our grandparents and, and great parents because a lot of it came they were straight from the mouth for... of the people who were there exactly where most of the veterans unfortunately now... yeah all of those people are no longer here so yeah i think that that's a part of it like i can remember watching so many documentaries about it like as a kid also too so oh my god if you walk into my house at any given time my dad's probably got something on world war ii on the to add context for me, my the majority of my grandparents are immigrants. Some of them lived in Germany during that time. So I don't have the experience that people that I grew up with did where their family fought for the good guys, so to speak. I, I don't know enough about my extended family to know their involvement in terms of the military. But I do know my dad being raised by two people from Germany who came to the U.S. after the war that, like, they were very big on we cannot forget that this happened. Like, my dad told me stories that, like, he would come home from school and his dad, so my grandpa, would be watching something about World War II and he'd be like, we can't forget that this happened. And, like, everyone would watch it because it was history. Like, I don't... I don't know. Can I say that I don't think that people are, or like younger generations are like taught that the way we were? Like we were always taught like history repeats itself. So you need to Why? make sure you remember it. So it doesn't yeah, happen again. like I don't think that history. When you forget, that's when it repeats itself. Yeah, I don't think that history's taught the way that it was for us. I mean, and I have younger siblings that are still in school, and I just, I don't think that's not how I'm perceiving it. But I'm not in school anymore, so I don't... Or, you know, in high school anymore, so I don't know. But that's... Yeah. That was a lot. But, yeah, I think it was just different for us growing up because... Yeah, we had, like, guest speakers that fought or, like, were affected. Some of my substitute teachers in school. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think that, and I don't know these people, like the people on Ice Nine Kills personally, so I can't say anything, but I don't think that like, they were like, let's monetize off the Holocaust. Like, I would really hope that that's not the mindset that they were coming from. I, like I said, I was like, oh, cool. Maybe people will read more and become more educated in a very general sense and that sort of thing. Okay, so the next song is called Testimony. It is based off of Tess of Durbervilles by Thomas Hardy. And I remember being so intimidated when I looked this up. And then I did research to figure out how to pronounce it. And I was like, really, that's it? Because I thought it was some French thing or whatever. Um, like the herbivores or something like that? Yeah, I felt like half these letters were going to be silent. And then I like started listening to the audiobook. And I was like, really, that's it? Like, mm. Anyway, so the original version of the song, Fun Fact, has Ash Costello on it. And if you would like to, you could listen to the version with her on YouTube. It's not very good, so I don't recommend it. Um... I think that this song is another good example of how Spencer sounds better when he is not trying. So I think that this song is really good. Like his voice sounds really good because he's not trying to be all showy as opposed to the beginning of the album when he's trying to be Hugh Jackman and sing about the greatest show. And I just think that that's really crummy. So... That's really all I have to say about this song in terms of like a slower ballady type thing. It's, I mean, it's okay. Like, I've again, I've heard better, but it's not the worst thing that I've ever heard in my life. You have no added commentary. I don't like this song. Well, you have to say that. You okay, can't just I, be quiet. I just, I don't like it. That's fair. Like, it's, it's just not a band where their stuff like stands out to me where like I hear one song and I'm like, Oh my god, yes, that. I've really, I've, okay. Every, I want to like them so I've, badly. Every ninth of every month, I'm like, this is the month. I'm gonna buy a shirt. And I never I'm gonna buy enough. a shirt. And every time I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I feel like if I liked them more, I'd be all over that merch. No, I don't but think I so. Don't. Because I think some of it, like, what the frick are you gonna do with a freaking axe? Like, why are okay, you buying that? Like, why do I want someone because they're dressed not catering up. to our no, don't age even group. say that it's our age group because I see a bunch of people my age and older than me on Twitter like wet their pants be- of this band. Okay, so no, no. Um, because that axe is meant for a twelve-year-old, and you know it. No twelve-year-old should have an axe. Okay, like a pillowcase of someone dressing up. As Mike, like, it's not even, like, Michael, like, okay, I like horror movies. I have horror movie shit all over my apartment for the different horror movies that I like. I have shirts. I have things on my walls. I have things on my, like, I get that. I could understand, like, oh, like, but why do I want a pillowcase of, like, Spencer dressing up as Michael? Like, just get the freaking Michael, like, get the Halloween certified not certified trademarked merchandise like the official i don't get it especially because because of copyright they can't do that like that's why the clown in the it video looks like the clown that you see at your local haunted house because they can't actually do the real thing like i don't that's why i hated all the music videos from the silver screen because i was like 
this is worse than like the crappy 80s movies that they're singing about. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But I plan on talking about that a little bit later. Yeah. You should listen to my Ask Costello version because we talk about her sometimes. I didn't it's, even, I honestly did not know that she was in I didn't know because I was just like YouTubing each of these songs to see what they had music videos for and what they didn't. Mm-hmm. And when I YouTube this one, it was like the original version with Ash Costello. And so I started listening and it was exactly the same. Like, it's just her vocals Why is on it not it. like on the album? Um, well, it sucks for starters. Okay. <laughs> it was funny because all the comments, bad? all the comments were like, because it, it literally like the first verse is exactly the same. And like, then her voice comes in. And so I was, like, reading the comments, like, while the first verse was going on. And every comment was, like, oh, I know why they changed it. Or, oh, I know why this was unreleased. Like, oh, I know. And then there was, like, one person who was, like, no. Ash is, like, the queen. And everyone, like, disliked their comment and stuff. Like, I don't – her voice is not my particular favorite. It's just – and a lot of the comments that people were saying on, like, the video was – it. She was doing harmonies, like a lot of just harmonies. She didn't have her own like verse or the bridge. It was like, it it was very much, they send her the song, she records her own piece and then it's like copy paste. So it didn't sound good. It didn't sound like the two of them were singing the song together. It sounded like he sang the song, she sang the song, and then they just put it on the same track. So it didn't sound very good to me. Um... I don't really like most of her stuff anyway, though. I'll have so. to go listen to that. That I will go listen to. Just to see. Prepare to be disappointed. All right. The last song on this album is called Hell in the Hallways. It's based off of Carrie by Stephen King. I haven't read the book, but I have seen the movie. I haven't. I think I've seen. Either. I've definitely seen the original movie. Don't remember if I've seen the remake. I th- No, I have seen the remake because it's like pretty much exactly the same. Um... It was pretty good. I watched the movie for the first time last year, actually. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I could rewatch this. Not saying that I will, but I could if I wanted to. I was thinking about this um, the other day because, like, I read a lot of Stephen King. But, like, this one of, like, the most famous one of his books I've never read. I don't think this is the most famous. Not the most, but, The like, Shining's the most famous. It's not the most, but it's one of. Like, when you think of Stephen King, you think of certain books. You think of Carrie and The I, Shining. No, I really just think of The Shining. Really? And then I think of, like, all his other books that I don't know the name. Like, I know there was a bunch of them. Anyway, um, again, I don't like the music videos that are mini movies. Like, if I wanted to watch Carrie, I would go watch Carrie. I don't... That being said, Spencer looks really good in this music video. His nose ring looks nice. But, like, besides that, like... So the premise of the movie is about this girl who gets picked on all the time, blah, blah, blah. She becomes prom queen. So the movie or the music video is them as the like prom band, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen this music video. But why would I? I, Again, I would go watch the whole movie. Also, the acting in the beginning is just so piss poor. Like... Oh my god. Like I I don't I've talked before on here about how I don't like like talking interludes in songs, in between songs, all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, they're terrible for that. And yeah, but even just like their video like just play the song. 
Like, that's, like, yeah. my, like, I always, and it doesn't matter what band it is. Like, even if it's my favorite band in the whole world, like, I will skip it because I just, like, just play the song. I just want to see, like, your outfit. And that's honestly it. Mm-hmm. Like. Did you know that this, Carrie. What about it? Is Stephen King's first book. Okay. That's cool, I guess. I don't think I've ever read any of his stuff. <gasps> you should. I just don't. Someone will scare the shit out of you. I don't, eh, I don't think so. Um, I think that really the only thing I have to say about this song that I haven't said already is, like, the breakdown could have been so much better. I didn't like any of the breakdowns on this album at all. Besides the one that I mentioned. The one from the Dracula song. I was gonna say, I think you said it That was was the only one that I liked. And that one was just, like, again, best of the worst. Like, it wasn't necessarily good. Um, so... Yeah, this song left, like, much to be desired. It left zero impression on me. Besides, again, if you listen to it beside almost every one of their other songs, save a few from this album and their next album. It's just, like, it is a formula that they've stuck to, but it's so repetitive that it's, like, song cookie cutter song all we're changing is the lyrics it sounds no different than every other song and it it just it doesn't leave me like looking forward to anything i'm just like oh the next song is gonna sound exactly the same but the lyrics are gonna be different yeah all in all i thought that this album was really short but like that's not a complaint because like i didn't like it so i didn't want it to be longer yeah but it felt very very short Another thing with this album is I think that the production, especially when compared to The Silver Scream, is so bad. So they worked with a different producer on Silver Scream. He did a much, much better job. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. Um, I And that's like a pet peeve of mine, like songs that are like overproduced. I just... I, I hate them. Like, I, I really just don't like listening to them. Um, so I know that this album, I'm okay, I shouldn't say I know. I'm pretty sure I read that this album was the first one that they did with Fearless. So again, they have a very long history. They've been a band for a very long time and they've been trying to catch their big break. 2005, right? 2002, I believe. Oh, okay. So it's been taking them like literally like such a long time to be doing it um, and to get to where they are. So I feel like even though at this point in 2015, they had been a band for so long, like they had never caught traction. So... I don't know if that's, like, the reason behind any of that, but I think that if, like, if this album could be, like, produced by somebody else or, like, remastered or anything, and I, like, I kind of understand, like, production. I don't understand so much, like, mastering and the differences between the two, so maybe remastering would just, like, fix what I'm complaining about right now. I'm not totally sure. I'm still, like, learning all that different stuff, but I just think, like, the technical side, like, band stuff aside, what everyone else did could have been done better. Um, and again, so kind of like what we were talking about before, I just feel like they, 
It's just, I don't know. It's just a gimmick. Like, everyone knows what you're going to do. Everyone knows what you're going to put out. Like, they put out an app a couple weeks ago. And, like, what are you going to do with a band app? Like, it's not even, like, a game. Like, oh, you can watch our music. Like, you can go to YouTube and search them. Like, why would you download a special app to, like, whatever? I don't, I don't understand how people like them so much. And I, that is completely and totally, like, my preference. Um, but also, like, I've asked people who are really into them. And I've been like, hey, like, I'm really trying to get into, like, Ice Nine. Can you, like, give me some suggestions? Like, what's a good song that would, like, really get me hype or, like, whatever? And everyone's like, oh, well, you should listen to Silver Scream because that's based off of movies. And then you should listen to Every Trick in the Book because that's based off of books. And that's it. Like, great, and I know. Not to make me sound like this really cool music fan, but if someone was to be like, hey, I'm really trying to get into, like, this band and I heard that you like them, like, what song, like shoot, like, I'll make you a whole thing and I'll, like, put them in order of what you should listen to and give you a little, like, history and, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's, it's, like, they get so excited, but then, like, they don't, I don't know, usually, like, when you, when you're excited about something, you want to tell everyone and you want to get everyone excited, too. And I get the whole, like, it's also weird and I get it of, like, when you find a band and it's like your band. On one hand, you want everyone to listen to them, but on the other hand, you want them to kind of be like the best kept secret, and you don't want anyone else to know about them. But I don't think that Ice Nine Kills is like that anymore. Like maybe this was them years ago, but like they're too big for that. But at the same time, they're not. To me, they're still not very big. Like I know that they're headlining their own tours, or they were when people could tour, um, and that sort of stuff. But like. I don't, I don't, also too, just because you watch a lot of horror movies doesn't mean like you're some horror, like king or expert or what, like I don't, I don't, like I watch horror movies all the time. Like I don't, that doesn't make me some sort of like authority. And then when you're like, someone interviews you and they're like, what horror movies would you like? And you just say say, like Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 3rd, like, duh, like, I don't know. I don't get it and I don't want to talk bad about them because I do really think that you could learn a lot from like the perseverance and the Mm -hmm. fact that like Spencer at least because again I don't know how many original members are left if any like he had this dream and he stuck with it and that's great a lot of the issues I think that I do have with them it comes down to personal preference um and just what I like to listen to as opposed to what other people like to listen to Mm -hmm. and it's not really stuff where I can be like this is like objectively bad I think it's more like subjectively bad to Mm me um but I do think that they have painted themselves in a corner I do think that they're very gimmicky and it's like well what are you gonna do next because if you just put out like if they put out another album that's just based off of movies like i well think about they i don't think i would listen to it honestly they like moved medias they went from books to movies what's your next but they're not jump? moving media mediums now no they're sticking with movies every song that they're putting out like they put out another one about scream 
Mm-hmm. That's a movie. Their merch is still. But eventually, you're gonna run out. Movies, but at the same time, I don't think that they are. I think that they're gonna keep beating a dead horse, and they're gonna. And I, on one hand, like I'm super happy for them because, like, how cool is it that like you finally found your niche and like yeah. you made it, and like that's really really cool. And obviously, you have all these people like that do really like them, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I just. I wouldn't want to see you at a festival in the daytime. Like, I, to me, like, it's a band that would have to be, like, very specific. Like, the festival that we were supposed to see them at. Um, they were going to play, like, what, 4 o'clock? No. They, like, they had what bands were playing what day, but they never put the times down. So I don't know when they were actually supposed to play. But, like, I would put them at the same level as, like, we talked about seeing in this moment. Like, we saw in this moment inside – they were awesome. We saw in this moment outside and the sun was still up and it was so stupid because like mm-hmm. none of their stuff worked. Like you it was just, lights. it was, it was, and it wasn't their fault. It was, no. they're a darker band and they do better in the dark in a, in a venue where you can do that. Like I wouldn't want to see you pretend to be like the crow when it's 75 and sunny like why you know like that just doesn't really make sense and if you're gonna do that with your band that's fine like you have every right to do that and you have every like artistic whatever to do that but like i'm not gonna like bust my butt to go like i i don't know i don't think i would have been like all jazz to see them at warped because i think that their set would have like fallen flat Mm mm-hmm you know, I whereas the tour that they went on, I, it had to have been around this time last year when they went on that tour with Fit for a King. Like, I've seen videos from that. That looks really cool. The whole thing was inside. So I think that it worked. Yeah. But if you do that as a band, like, that's a risk that, that you're taking as a band. And, like, that's your choice to do that type of thing. So I don't. Yeah, on one hand, I'm really happy for them. They found what works for them. They they're popular. Within, like they're making it within their within the genre. Like it is like the types of songs they're making. That. There's no band who's like specifically this is all we're doing. This is the only because it's a dumb music. idea. I think that's why exactly. they don't do that. But but I now, think that there's a lot more individual songs. Yeah, but they pay again. They painted themselves into a corner like. I don't understand. Because I think of bands, and I, we talk about them all the time, but it is what it is. We I think of bands like Motionless and White. I think of bands like New Year's Day. I think of bands like In This Moment. I think of bands... Um, who's another one? Like, I, I think of bands that are, like, darker and creepier. Like, even Alice Cooper, like, you listen to his individual songs... And you can put them anywhere. You can listen to them anytime. Mm-hmm. You can. It's not like okay, it's October. It's time to do whatever. Like you can, and that's cool. But like, I I'm not a really big in this moment fan at all. I'm not a really big New Year's Day fan at all. I couldn't even tell you what the majority of their songs are about content wise. But the songs of theirs that I like aren't like horror based at all like that's kind of the aesthetic like they wear black like their hair is dyed crazy they wear makeup and sometimes it's like 
corpse looking makeup or whatever um but the song and like the lyrical matter itself is actually like very different and very diverse or or it's a lot of like self-empowerment stuff yeah you know and like stick it to the man and like that's in general like what metal is um so i just so yeah i mean there's ways to be like this is what we like and this is these are our influences and these are our whatevers without i mean because yeah i like horror movies as much as the next person but like if that's your sole personality trait like i wouldn't want to spend time with someone who the only thing that they ever talk about is horror movies like that's like it would get boring at some point it's like come on and i guess that that's what it is like you're making your band's personality trait as opposed to being like a band that likes creepy things or a band that's like kind of goth or a band that's like has a horror aesthetic to them like you're making that their personality trait Mm-hmm. And then and it's monotonous. To me, the music isn't good enough, or a better way to say it's probably I don't like the music enough to compensate for whatever. So I I don't really listen to them, but I know that you do. Um, the guy from the Black Dahlia Murder has made similar comments about Ice Nine Kills saying that they're a gimmick. Mm. And I don't listen to them very much, so I don't really know, like, what their stuff's about. But I have seen a lot of people comment and be like, oh, well, you know, that's rich coming from you and what your band's about. But the little bit that I've listened to them, their music is complex enough and creative enough and the riffs are good enough and whatever that even if all their songs are about zombies or what horror type content or whatever you can still listen to those songs and be like well that's a good song regardless of what the lyrics are yeah whereas i feel like for ice nine kills their best stuff comes out in the lyrics and the lyrics are the stuff that's really repetitive and and all of those sorts of things like the lyrics aren't the music accompanies the lyrics as opposed to the music and lyrics working together to create like a whole thing Mm -hmm. and that makes me sad too because bands are more than just their vocalists or more than just whoever writes their lyrics like on one hand again how cool is it that this guy persevered through everything and all these lineup changes but on the other hand like i feel really bad for bands that like when the singer leaves the band's over like that's really shitty but the fact of the matter is like you can unfortunately you can kind of always find another drummer you can kind of always find another like bassist guitar players kind of in general and i don't want to like piss anyone off but like guitarists kind of have their own personality and their own style and their own tone and bassists are like that too and drummers are like that too but it's like the other pieces are replaceable and vocalists not so much and i don't think that that's fair but there was lineup changes throughout Ice Nine Kills discography. And when I listen to it, I notice that the production changes and the production gets better. But it's not like you can pick it out and say, yeah, that's when they got a new bass player. Oh, that's when they like their new drummer came in or whatever. Whereas with other bands, it's maybe not as big a difference as a singer because obviously that's a big big difference 
But yeah, I think of using them as an example because Motionless and White has their old bass player. I can hear a difference in the bass from Graveyard Shift, which had their older bass player, to Disguise, which has Justin Morrow, who came from Iceland Kills. I can hear a difference in how he plays and like what he brings to the table in playing bass for Motionless and White. Ice Nine Kills hasn't put out a new record that doesn't have him on it. So I can't listen to the two of those and figure it out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing over and over and over. And to me, that same thing isn't really that good. So I don't get the hype. And I've heard that they've hit like copyright issues because of like using similar likeness. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, and it's not even like any of like the shirts are cool enough. Like I'll find a cooler Freddy Krueger shirt somewhere else. You know? So it's like I did like the one merch that that little kid was wearing at that festival. He had It merch from Iceland Kills so that was pretty cool. But besides that like Oh, I remember. I, remember. I don't. I, you're gonna put out a like a mask to wear for the pandemic, and it looks like Michael Myers' mask. Like, you can go get those at Spirit Halloween. Like, I don't. I don't. Get like the hockey mask from Friday the Thirteenth. Like, is not your. Like, I don't. It's a big. I don't get it, and I don't feel like anyone's been able to explain it in a way. To make me get it, which makes me further not get it even more. So, yeah. Do you have anything nope. to add? I try. I try. I try to listen to them a lot. Like, I really... And there's there's a handful of songs on some of their earlier stuff that I do really like. Like, I do really like Connect the Cuts. Um, I do really like can't think of it it's a song that's more singing i don't know what the name of it is and i do like like the vast majority of the silver scream if not all of it kind of depends on the day um but on every trick in the book i really only liked three songs and had those three songs been on like the silver scream i would have been like these are the three worst songs on that album because i just i don't think that they're they're that good they're just better but who knows maybe because they're getting like else. from this to the silver screen maybe the next one they put out will be better and we'll like it more who knows i think that what i foresee changing would be like production stuff but i don't mm-hmm. see their content changing and I don't think the production stuff from the Silver Scream was bad. I thought that that album was actually like pretty good on on that level. So the next album would be horror video games. Watch what Resident Evil. Like I don't. I know that there's a lot, but I don't. I don't know. That's what I've said. Like they have to pick like the next medium. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's gonna. I don't think it's going to help. I don't know. I don't think that... I don't know if it's going to... Yeah, I don't think that it's going to help. 
I don't know if that's going to happen. I think that they need to step away from horror. Not every book that they talked about on this album is horror. Nope. So you can do something that's not horror only. Keep your horror in there, obviously. Like, you, you have, you know, you give yourself a handful of songs that cater to that. Or also, too, why don't you just write your own stuff based off of your own story? That was a question that I, like, had when I was watching the video for Hell in the Hallways. Anyone can write a short story. Like, maybe it's not going to be as good as Stephen King, but no one's going to read the short story. They're just going to listen to your song. If you watch all these movies all the time and you, like, take in all these books, like, can you not create your own? Like, but then again, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So, I, I don't know. But like when I see people that are like, oh my god, I love Ice Nine Kill so much. They're my favorite band. I it just leaves me perplexed more than anything else. I just I don't get it, and I've like given up. I've kind of given up too. Like I've given up finding a shirt. I've given up. You know, trying to 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 listen to them, and I have to. there's a lot of bands that it's like, okay, you know, I listen, I know I've listened to all their stuff before, but like, I'm gonna give it another go. I no, I don't even want to give it another. I'm I'm done. Like, can't do it with their old stuff. Yes, like if they come out with something else, I'm still gonna attempt to listen to it to see. I'll if give I it a like shot, it, but yeah. I don't have like big hopes and dreams and plans. Like, I okay, like it. I'll give it a shot, but at the same time, I only gave your numbers up like five seconds, and I hated it. And I didn't. It's not like I skipped like till halfway through to see what else it sounded like. Like is done. It gave it a shot. I didn't like it. I've. I've when it comes to like songs and movies too like it's a short amount of time and it's like I either like it like really wows me and I really like it or it's like a bust so their track record has more busts than wows so yep I I will agree with that 100% that much so yeah I think that that's pretty much all there is to say about this album um i again i think that like the effort is good i think that you if you like can listen to interviews or watch interviews where they talk about like all the work that they put in until they got their big break i think that if that's something that you're kind of struggling with if you are in a band or just like trying to figure out what you want to do with your life or you think you know what you want to do with your life and you're hitting a lot of obstacles then I think that they could be like a really cool resource maybe um for that type of thing but in terms of enjoyment I did not like this album nope and I will probably only listen to like three songs off of it if that many I'm gonna be real honest with you like, these aren't on any of my playlists, so after this, I'm probably never going to listen to them again. I have them. I have, like, a rock playlist. It's just, like, a bunch of rock songs that I like that I think, like, Starcrossed Enemies is on. And then I think I have Communion of the Curse on my Halloween one. But I think I also skip it a lot. So. 
that's that. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OTDEpod. And then you can listen to our podcast either on Spotify or SoundCloud. Um, We have two more October slash Halloween type episodes that we are going to work on for you guys to celebrate the season. So happy Halloween and we will talk to you later. Bye.